Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome once more to Food for the Journey. And it is a journey, isn't it? Ups and downs, back and forward, <laughs> difficulties and beautiful times. It's a whole combination of good things and difficult things and sometimes bad things. Please, let us draw near to him. That's where we find peace. It's where we find hope and love and courage. Really, any time you are in need, even when you're not in need, just say, Lord, help me be more like you. Help me to follow you. Help me to obey what you've given me because you've given me so many books. You've given me so much to read, to think about. But the most important thing is you are right here. I can't see you. He is right here. He knows you, and he loves you. Please make this Lent a time that you take out something that you know is wrong that you're doing, or some habit that you want to get rid of, just take one right here in the middle of Lent. Just stop and say, Lord, I want to stop this. I want to change this. I want to make this better. Whatever it is, just take one thing and ask God to help you step by step. And it, it's hard to break a habit. So don't expect that it's going to be miraculous. But God will hear you, and he will lead you in the way he wants you to go. Today we look at Wednesday of the second week of Lent, and the opening prayer says, Keep your family, O Lord, schooled always in good works, and so comfort them with your protection here, as to lead them graciously to gifts on high. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. So with that prayer, we say to the Lord, forsake me not, O Lord, forsake me not. May you be, you've been away from the church for a long time, maybe that you've been very good about going to Mass, confession, and all that, but you haven't really grasped what Jesus taught. We're all learning all the time, and God wants to do that for you. So let's take a look now at the book of the prophet Jeremiah, chapter 18, verses 18 to 20. The people of Judah and the citizens of Jerusalem said, Come, let us contrive a plot against Jeremiah. It will not mean the loss of instruction from the priests, nor of counsel from the wise, nor of messages from the prophets. And so, let us destroy him by his own tongue. Let us carefully note his every word. Heed me, O Lord, and listen to what my adversaries say. Must good be repaid with evil, that they should dig a pit to take my life? 
remember that I stood before you to speak in their behalf, to turn away your wrath from them. People had quite a hard job following him in those years, the beginning years. Now, in a certain sense, we have to have deeper faith. They would see him, they would talk to him, and it made him real for them. We don't see him, but he's right here. That's what he did for us. He walks with us. Please, brothers and sisters, just say to the Lord, Increase my faith. Increase my faith. And then ask the Lord just something you might need or want that's good for you. Teach me how to do this. Help me with this. Whatever in your life where you need that, ask him. He's a God of love. Psalm 31 said this, Save me, O Lord, in your kindness. You will free me from the snare they set for me, for you are my refuge. Into your hands I commend my spirit. You will redeem me, O Lord, O faithful God. I hear the whispers of the crowd that frighten me from every side as they consult together against me, plotting to take my life. But my trust is in you, O Lord, I say, you are my God. In your hands is my destiny. Rescue me from the clutches of my enemies and my persecutors. I am the light of the world, says the Lord. Whoever follows me will have the light of life. We take a look now at the Gospel of Matthew Chapter 20, verses 17 to 28. This is important, so listen carefully. As Jesus was going up to Jerusalem, he took the twelve disciples aside by themselves, and he said to them on the way, Behold, we are going to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man, that's himself, will be handed over to the chief priests and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death and hand him over to the Gentiles to be mocked and scourged and crucified, and he will be raised on the third day. Then the mother of the sons of Zebedee approached Jesus with her sons and did him homage wishing to ask for him for something. He said to her, What do you wish? She answered him, Command that these two sons of mine sit one on your right and the other on your left in your kingdom. Jesus said in reply, You do not know what you are asking. Can you drink the chalice that I am going to drink? And they said to him, We can. He replied, My chalice you will indeed drink, but to sit at my right left at my left, this is not mine to give, but is for those for whom it has been prepared for by my father. When the ten heard this, they became indignant at the two brothers. 
But Jesus summoned them and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and the great ones make their authority over them felt. But it shall not be so among you. Rather, whoever wishes to be great among you shall be your servant. Whoever wishes to be first among you shall be your slave. Just so, the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Oh, brothers and sisters, God was right there with us, but so many people in the big places, the important places, he chose the right men to be his disciples and follow him. I wonder sometimes what would your response be if you heard Jesus say to you that he would be crucified? Have you ever thought of that? What would your response be if you heard Jesus say to you that he would be crucified? Would you follow him? Would you turn away? Or would you draw close to him? He is the Lord of all lords, the King of all kings, the God, your Father, his Son, and his Holy Spirit is with you. Please, brothers and sisters, just stop for a moment, even during the day. Just stop and ask him, Lord, what more could I do? What can I say? How can I help you? Sometimes I just say the Lord's Prayer, the Hail Mary, and glory be to the Father. I just say that throughout the day. God hears God will hear you. That doesn't mean that he's going to come and speak to you. However, you never know. (laughs) Please, brothers and sisters, open your hearts to him. Sister Carmela of the Holy Spirit. I want to read a part of what she had written. In 1949, she died, and she was an Italian Carmelite nun. She said, O Lord, I wish to draw down your mercy on this poor world, not only by the generosity of my sacrifice and my detachment, but also by the generosity of my confidence. I want to believe against all evidence, hope against all hope. I want to believe with unshakable confidence, even when things seem to become ever more painful and difficult to resolve. I want to touch your heart, O Lord, by the firmness and generosity of my confidence. I know and firmly believe that you love me, that you permit all for your greater glory and for my greater good. I know that I can cooperate in the salvation of souls and that the sufferings of time have no proportion with future glory. I know that to become a saint, it is necessary to sever much, to suffer much, and that one reaches pure love through pure suffering, and that one reaches pure love through poor suffering. I know that all is possible to me in you, who are my support. 
even if I were fatigued, oppressed by darkness, anguish, and agony, by looking at you, O Jesus crucified, I shall always taste an intimate, supernatural joy, since you admit me to share your sufferings in order to conform me to your passion and to permit me one day to participate in your glory. O Lord, it is in this spirit that I intend to offer you my prayer, my mortification, my daily renunciation, my continual acceptance of the sufferings you send me to draw down graces on the whole church and to save souls. Brothers and sisters, that was written by a woman who died in 1949. She was an Italian Carmelite nun. Think of that. Jesus, do me the honor of inviting me to participate in your passion, in your redemptive work for souls. Therefore, far from considering these sorrows as evils, teach me to embrace them and to welcome them as favors and precious means for my sanctification. May God abundantly bless you. Amen. Mercy is at the heart and the center of God's love for us. To help you encounter God's mercy, I want to offer you a free copy of my booklet, Captured by Mercy. To request your copy, call one 800 282-4789 or go to our website renewalministries.net slash ffj